do it. Welcome. All right. Do you want me to kick it off? I'm going to kick it off. Welcome. You did it, dude. Take that. Welcome. You ain't no beta. Welcome to Nobody's Listening Podcast, the full episode. Thank you. If you like the segments and you like us, subscribe to the channel. Oh, and push the note. Subscribe. Push. So we have some kind of feeling of vague merit in all of this. We've been, I mean, we've been bumping. There has to be. We have 123. We have 123 subscribers. If you're still on, we are, we're going strong, dude. We're I, I know. The, we're adapting to the new world. Uh, even though we're trying to have a space here soon, the tr- dude. If you made it this, if you made it this far at this point, I mean, you're you're committed. So my promise is to you is that we will legitimize this even further. I'm soon. afraid of though. You know what I kind of get afraid of because I think about podcasts I listened to in the past, and I think about and there are ones that I'm like, dude, I fell off. That's what's scary. Yeah. There's ones you think like even even before. Rest in peace, Crystalia. But yeah. bef- even before all that, like there's still seven episodes of his podcast I haven't listened to because I just like, no, no, dissing. It just became not for me. Pete Holmes, I think he's great, but like it just became not for me. So I'm wondering, like, was there someone? When do you think people dropped out on ours? On, do you think it had to do with like making fun of a, a guy Burger King who fell off the truck, or do you think? No, that's what like, that's that's know, what made people fall in love with us if they did. Yeah, they that's what that's what like that was that's what started the romance with us is our lack of human empathy is kind of our brand, man. That was the litmus. That was the litmus test. It's like you're either gonna laugh at this dude who fell off trying to carry a you know a crate of whoppers, yeah, or you're not, you know. And I, ooh, that's pretty clear. That reminds where we're me, at. we okay, we need to do some fan. We need to do some fan recognition and address some fan questions. Are you down to do that? Yeah, do we have people ask a question about Well, this? my buddy that happened? my buddy Christian Depew gave us a proper plug and uh did a little Instagram and Facebook video talking of comparing the quarter pounder with cheese to the Whopper and I need to address his feedback. And he preferred the Burger King oh, Whopper. Shit, I did not see that. Yeah, I he prefers the Burger King Whopper and then somebody else said Wendy's and I'm and I I didn't know Wendy's was an option. So I believe Wendy's is obviously the best cuz it's like if I'm going What's the Wendy's equivalent though? Dave's right? double. Da- Wait, you Dave's double, dude, cuz Yeah, but you can't compare like a Whopper to What are you comparing a Whopper to like a quarter pound? It's got to be like Whopper, Big Mac, Dave's double. It's, those are those are their uh, their greatest you hits, think, right? Um, I don't. That's a good question. You think the Big Mac is the greatest hit? I feel like the Big Mac is the uh, of, is the Pearl Jam. Burger King, yeah. The the Big Mac oh, is the is, Pearl sure. Jam to the quarter pounder with cheese is to the Nirvana. Nirvana, yeah. So, no, it's the, dude. It's the big the quarter pound with cheese. You're talking about the Big Mac. You think they sell more? That's big, McDonald's thing. You think they sell more Big Macs? Huh? That's their thing. I wasn't that like there. I don't know. I haven't bought one recently, but isn't that the whole game? That's the Big Mac, dude. McDonald's That's Big what they're known for. Quarter pound with cheese is just like. You think it's just, an, it's just maybe it's, I'm it's, wrong. It's the, I thought that was her. I thought that was her great. I thought that was their Nirvana. It might be. It, it might be. I think Big Mac. You're right. Big Mac and Whopper are like the classic. I like flagship sandwiches. It's your McDonald's Big Mac. You've got to taste it to believe it. You know what I mean? Either way, we can agree that the Dave's Double is like Soundgarden, the, right? Yeah. Like they're not even. They're not even in the top two. I would say it's the audio slave, dude. I would say it's that much better. Oh, man. wow. That yeah. low? Yeah. That low. That's wow, our brand man. is comparing it's, fast food on, to dude. bands from He's the dead. 90s. Rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Rest in peace, Kurt Cobain. I'm sorry, we compared your 
life's work to a sandwich. <laughs> but <laughs> a pretty What's damn good on, sandwich, dude. It was it? good. It was good. I would say I would say America would put it to a vote that Audio Slave is just as good in the in the zeitgeist as a Dave's Double. Gee, this is pretty good. I think so. I think I, I think. Oh man, Dave's Doubles are good, but you know they're like so bad for you because I honestly my the only reason I like the Dave's Double is because I get it plain, and and the bun literally gets soaked from the burger from the cow tallop. It gets like drenched and it's juices. I've also realized this. I am I'm eating very healthy and I'm noticing this. I don't want to eat like shit unless I can really gorge. Like I don't get the thrill of eating like bad food, eating junk food unless I can eat enough to make me sick. That's I mean, that's a good I mean, that's kind of that, you know, save it up and Buster not all at once type thing. I'm a nut buster. Yeah, exactly. In a blaze of gore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you don't ever want to get to that point where it doesn't even, it's not even like an indulgence anymore. It's just like, uh, it's like a speed bump in your day, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like everyone's gotten to that point in their life at one point or another where you're just like, oh God, this isn't even like a treat anymore. No, that's it. You're right. You're right. Listen, I know that like my physical appearance doesn't say this, but I didn't eat McDonald's all the time as a kid. I made those poor choices on my own. So when we would go to McDonald's, it was like a treat. And then at a certain point, you know, whether it's like you are like working all the time, you're in college or whatever, and you're just eating like God knows what, like Papa John's here, Chick-fil-A there. Yeah. And it's, you, you're just like, oh, this isn't even, it stops having like, it's not even fun. No. That's, that's the cliche thing no. to say, right? It just stops being fun when you're eating, you know. It's all like about like. Papa's breadsticks in your car. Mm-hmm. You're waiting to go into your job at Starbucks or something. That's it's it. Not, you're like, this isn't. That's it. Because This I, doesn't make me happy. This isn't when I was eight. The thing is, though, the thing is, though, I've thought about this. I actually kind of feel the opposite because now I, there's a Popeye's down the street. I'm being a good boy. I'm not going wild on all this fast food. But I see the Popeye's yeah. and I'm like, oh, I need to go treat myself with that hot new chicken sandwich. But whenever I go buy yeah. it, I'm like. No, I'm not into it. It doesn't get me hard, dude. Like, there's just nothing. Well, it's a purely, you got to be impulsive. Like, if that one day you are going to go by it and you're going to be like, I'm going to get that you're right, right fucking now. You're right. And I'm going to delay the rest of my day. The rest of the shit I had, I was going to go for a run. I was going to yes. work on my, you know, I was going to work on my novel. No, you ate the chicken sandwich and now your day's over. So you're going to mm-hmm. go home and watch wrestling and jerk off and fall asleep or something what dude what is that about the streak once you break the streak once you break the habit you're just isn't it like say you go home you indulge maybe you bought two popeye's chicken sandwiches you take them home you slam them and for something in your brain says hey fuck it all fuck all aspects of your life let it go yeah because because you get to that point you're like well i don't you eat, you eat too. If you're at a point where you're eating two Popeye's chicken sandwiches back to back, you've mentally gotten to the place of you're just like, oh, well, guess what? I'm, you know what? I can handle the consequences. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like you're like, I accept it. It's not even that. You're like, I accept these consequences. Yeah. It is what it is. I, or, or it's more, for me, more so, it's like trying to get even with the day. That's most what of the time. What do you mean? Explain me. going to the real shit. It's, it, cause, what do you sometimes mean, even if, the day? I, I find that, like, the, if I'm eating most, 
if I'm eating horrendous shit, yeah, like a Taco Bell or something like that, it usually means the rest of the day went so poorly that I just the clock was ticking and I needed to win. You know what I mean? So like, I'm not gonna take a loss and go home and bake the chicken breast that I okay. know I'm supposed to eat. I'm gonna go to Taco Bell. I'm gonna really. I'm gonna think that this is a win. I'm gonna think that like I'm making things even. How you know work sucks. Like or you whatever. deserve it. That's, like this that's is gonna it is. make it. This is gonna make it better. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah. You get it. You're like, oh, that's good. This is gonna help. But here's it does. It rarely helps. If anything, it actually takes you to the brink a little bit further. Sometimes is when you're like waiting. After you had a shit day and you're in the, the Taco Bell yeah. drive-through line, and you get the bag and you grab the bag and you know you're just holding it, and you know it's yeah. not, it's not right, and you're like, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna count this in front of the guy? Right. So you open the bag and then he gets pissed, and then you're like, well, my, I, you gave me three hard tacos. I don't, I don't like the hard tacos, and you make a stink about oh, yeah. it, and he gets pissed, and you're like, I need this, dude. This is all I got right you now. You gotta explain you know? to him. It's like, hey, man, it's one of those days where this is my win, and if these tacos are hard, yeah. it's a it's a big fat L on a shitty day, so... Yeah, you're like, dude, I can't afford to eat hard tacos if I'm gonna watch cops and fall asleep. Yeah. I, I can't... I need to have at least one part of this be enjoyable. Yeah. And it's gotta be the soft taco part. See, I'm trying to Bro, think... Bro, now that you're saying yeah. this... About comparing like fast food, the Baconator is really what Wendy's is, I think, secretly fucking with. And the Baconator is like corn. You know what is I mean? You, like is, the band corn. Oh, I thought it's you, like yeah. overtly aggressive and people yeah. don't want to act like they fuck with it, but secretly everyone does fuck with yeah. it. They order the Baconator. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna, all right, I'm gonna, I, I like what you're saying. All right, and I respect it more yeah. than anything. You, you like how I'm rationalizing eating shit food? <laughs> no, because that's all. The, it's like it's like death at a certain point. There's like bargaining and rationalizing with it, and like you're just trying to make sense of the whole thing, right? You know, right. And I think for me, I will not do the baconator, and I will not do the Dave's triple. Okay, and here's why. Well, oh, when I never the triple, the Dave. Bro. Okay. You can also get a Dave's triple with bacon, and that's the ultimate indulgence. At that point, you don't. That's the truck driver right. who's on his way to, like, beating somebody up. Hopefully, not his wife. He ain't, he's not what, gonna have the that, energy that after a Dave's after a Dave's triple with bacon, dude. He ain't doing nothing. Even if he's pissed off, that'll sedate him, dude. He'll go into the back of the truck and take <laughs> like a nap and and think about his rage yeah. problem, man. It could be a good thing. God, and how much? How much domestic violence has Wendy's averted, you know? Like, <laughs> how many times have they intervened and been like, okay, this guy was gonna go on a rampage, then he had a Dave's triple with bacon, and he took a four-hour nap? I've actually, I was gonna ask you this. I was gonna ask you, it, there's like a darker side to this, but like, so you have, I think I, no, I brought this up this weekend, I was talking to my friends. Like how many times have like a fast food menu item, cause a lot of times in life, it can be pretty sad. So a lot of times your only motivation and your only reward system is at the end of the day, eating a good meal that you like, right? So, yeah. and sometimes it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I always wondered how many Dave's doubles or cheesy gordita crunches saved someone's <laughs> life. Because if they didn't, like, that's what I'm saying. If Taco Bell, that's what I'm saying, yeah, dude. How it, many times did it intervene? How yeah. many times was someone so close? And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get a cheesy gordita crunch and a Baja Blast because I don't care. Yeah. Everything else has gone to shit, but I, in my car, I can just drink this Baja right. Blast large. Right. 
It'd be good. And then, you know, in the morning, you can kind of regroup, re- reset, and be like, woo. Yeah, Glad you I have had that, uh, diarrhea when you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> it flushes out your toxins, which, you know, your brain starts thinking a bit clearer. You get some of that, you know, garbage out. I'm serious, Smoke though. a couple you, cigarettes, you, drink some yeah. coffee, and you get back on the road, you know? And then you don't kill your wife. Exactly. I don't know. I, I've never been... To me, you know, human violence in fast food has not has intersected in my life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but for someone else, it has. And for that person, I pray that they have peace I'm, in their I, life. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm I, trying to be better. Yeah. I'm trying to be better, you know? I'm sure it has saved, I'm sure it has saved lives. Just those little things in life. Sometimes I'm like, you do need those cheap wins to get you through some things, you know? Um, yeah. And I'm sure, like, dude, like a cheesy gordita, oh, sure. it's, it is a safety, it is a safety meal. It's like, okay, it, a lot of things can be shitty in life. A lot of times you can feel trapped, but you can always get like a $6 meal box at Taco Bell that's really going to give you some joy, you know? Some. Some. Yeah. Most, you know, it's yeah. like, a, it's a drug. It's going to trigger a reaction. Yes. Yes. But you need a win. So you, you do it, you know? That's what. So much has changed. So much has changed. There's so much fast food now that it's actually affecting whether or not people live or die or what they do in their day. You know, it, it's yeah. a. You ever think about like how it's like what, what's the word for it? It's like the butterfly effect, right? Yeah. It's like how like the littlest thing can derail you know the yeah. course of someone else's you know day. Mm-hmm. I feel like that doesn't happen as much now because people you know whether one thing you, you're so locked in like your phone or whatever. The butterfly. I was, watching this movie, I was watching the movie The Florida. I was watching the movie The Florida Project. Which, I don't know if you've seen it. I did. Have I you did. Seen it? The thing about yeah. this one, this is uh, this is for the real fans because we're 15 minutes into the beginning of the show. But I love yeah. that director. You know, I did. So I started watching it. He's really good. I couldn't finish it, man. Oh, it's here's, too rough. I, I, can I, I'll give you my. Was it too much of a bummer? I'll give you my. It take. is like a white bummer film for sure. Well, okay. My take on it is. The main characters in that show, if you think about it, are the children. And that movie, that movie makes you, when you're watching it, you're like, dude, kids are fucking annoying. You know? (laughs) That's what you took, that was the, that was the moral you took away from that movie. That's (laughs) that's why I didn't finish it. That's why I didn't finish it because I was watching it and I'm just like, I'm just watching these kids kind of annoy sad adults and I'm like, I just, I was like, yeah, I'm I mean, that's done, a good, you know, that could be the Rotten Tomatoes blurb. Yeah. These kids, these children in poverty annoy depressed adults. That's the, uh, that's the movie. That's the tagline. And I like that director. Seven Oscar nominations. Yeah. It's a great movie. I was a big fan of it. What, but no, the reason I bring this yeah. up is because we're, well, we we're just talking about like, you know, being distracted by fast food, being able to maybe like stop you from doing horrendous shit. Yeah. I was thinking about that, like, the mom in that movie ends up, you know, hooking, right? And Haven't even got there. Can you imagine? Well, you know, it's been out for, like, four years. Yeah, 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 so go ahead, go ahead. You just start to think, man, like, and she's on her phone the whole time, which is, you know, if, can you imagine being, like, a hooker in, like, the 80s, and you didn't have a phone to look at it all day? You just had to, you're just hanging around thinking about. What you've been doing? You know, God knows what, what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's, you know, thinking I'm not, about your transgressions. You know, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're woke dudes, you know, pro, you know, if you want to be a sex worker, you go for it, man. You make your money, dude. I can't tell you what to do. Okay? No one should tell anyone how to make yeah. your money. But God, man, I, you, you got to wish they 
they had like angry birds at least you know yes break up the the darkness a little bit that's you know, get a little you're right and that's a good point. snake or something yeah. at least when the nokias came out in the 90s they had snake to dude be distracted from the horror with no lie i guess it's not even just being a hooker it's like anything if you're a funeral director can you imagine being mm-hmm. a funeral director back then you can't get on yeah and play candy crush jesus i i angry birds has like it it has served as a drug for me in times of my life i remember when i was in college there was just like i had so much like bad stuff going on i remember just laying on my air mattress on this this air mattress that i slept on every day and i just remember laying on it and i think i spent three hours one time trying to get a gold star on this one level trying to beat it in one bird and it was just the only reason i was doing it is because it was like it really gave gives you the ability to focus on killing some piggies and that's that's it it can just like everything it's like heroin everything just kind of fucks off and you just try to make those piggies explode you just got to get that that darkness in your head out and at least you're taking it out on these little piggies who are hiding under you know a stone brick fort or whatever yeah man you just got to get out it's like a hose that it like you turn off the hose but there's still water in the line so you just got to squeeze it until it all comes out yeah you can put it away that's what you're doing that's all you're doing is you're just getting it all out before bed. You're like, I, I can put three hours into this for sure. Yeah. As long as it doesn't make me think about my son. It's true. Yeah. It's and I'll spend five hours. Whatever it takes, man. Well, I'll, if I if playing Fruit Ninja stops me from going into work and killing Brian, then, you know, that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. A good. Uh, a good two dollars well spent. They should win a Peabody. Yeah, they should win a Nobel Prize. But how does Fruit Ninja not want a Nobel Prize for the violence they've averted? I think it's mainly because I think honestly, Fruit Ninja and just weird, uh, socially engineered things that on our phones that keep us looking at them is going to be the downfall of our generation that we talked about. Our generation and the following so? generations. Yeah, because I think it's, I do. I think, yeah, I do. I think that's going to be it. Because we're in a world, yeah. Because remember, dude. We're in a world now where Angry Birds could win a Nobel Prize and Live PD could win like a Peabody Award, you know? Like based on the what people actually consume. Right. So yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, think about this, dude. I was thinking, I always think this. Remember being a kid? Think about how often you had nothing to do. Think how often you were just bored. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm never bored. I don't remember. I'm never bored anymore. You know? Never. It, There's always horrendous shit to read about online. And as long as there are videos of people fighting at stores, like, I'm never going to have that moment of like, oh, that apple fell off the tree. I think that means gravity's real. You know? That's not going to happen. We're yeah, done with that. Yeah, but fuck that There's moment. not going to be any more Newton moment. I'm on the team of who needs that oh, moment. Oh, want the moment? No, because I honestly... What? I, oh, we're on different wavelengths. Dude, I then, remember bud. being so, as a child, I remember so much of my life was like just waiting for something or just being bored. Just like not being engaged, but being forced in a position where I had to stay somewhere where there was nothing to do and I had nothing to play with. My Game Boy died. My mom didn't want to buy more batteries for more AAA batteries for me. So I just had to sit maybe my brother wasn't there dude the kid the only children how did they make it man only children with that parents couldn't afford game boys how what 
What's happening? They didn't, they didn't, dude. They came, they came in psychos, dude. They, yeah, that's no, probably you know it. real. Yeah. You know, yeah, you a little, can you imagine a single child, an only child without a Game Boy in the 90s? God, I mean, they're probably responsible for God knows what. It's bumming know? me out, dude. I, I, I hate to think about it, honestly. I hate to think about some little kid not being able to play Pokemon Red and, you know, <laughs> distract himself from his parents, you know? Just, I, I don't... He doesn't. It's tough yeah. to think. But well, would you make the argument though that boredom spurs creativity? Isn't that the whole? That's the whole argument. It right? does, and it did for it me. It forces you. It did for me when I was in a position where I could be creative. But like one thing that comes through my mind is I'm like waiting to go to the dentist, and there's just there's they have like People magazine laying and around. All you can do is sit there and think about yeah. being at the dentist. Yeah. And there was like, or you're just. But in a, in a weird way, that forces you to just kind of like reckon with it, though. Yeah, that's and not true. distract. You'd be like, okay, I guess I got to be here. I'm going to get some dude to saw my tooth in half because I eat candy constantly because my parents are at work. So if I got to wait here and get my tooth sawed in half, you're right. Some kids should be able to play. Maybe you know, I did, Superman yeah. On N64. Maybe I did get some good thinking done, though, too. You know, I don't know. Maybe it did. You know, I'm. Maybe yeah. not. I don't know. Maybe I'm full of shit. I, what? Hey, is this is like eight year old being like actually creative, you know, I <laughs> like bored. I get that as an adult. If you're bored, it forces you to be like, I'm going to I'm going to start my online store or whatever the fuck yeah. thing is. When you're like eight, it's like I'm bored. I'm going to draw this horrific, you know, cartoon on the wall of my parents house. Oh, like that's yeah. The level of cre- creativity you're going to get out there. I'm going to draw a woman with breasts, even though I'm not entirely sure what <laughs> naked breasts look like. I'm going to draw a naked lady that's so crudely drawn that my parents are going to have a mental breakdown wondering if I should be in therapy or not. That's... force them to... That was me. I would draw, like, very violent stuff, and then I would draw chicks with big old titties, dude. And I was really into... Really? You know, so it, your, your issues were just so, like, on the surface level. Like, it was so clear. You're like, this is a violent child yeah. with sexual procl- proclivity. Nothing crazy. I wasn't like I wasn't doing. I wasn't drawing anyone tied up or wearing a ball gag or anything. But just some titties, dude. Nothing crazy. That would have been cool if you did. <laughs> cool My parents would be one. like, "Okay, we're gonna, just gonna throw this one back and uh, try again." Yeah. Uh, you would have been in military school the oh, fucking second instant. any of those drawings hit eyes. You don't. Know, you know what's actually really funny? I think back on this, and when I was a kid, I used to think like very long boobies, like long big saggy boobies i was like well those are the best kind of boobies like if a girl has like like long boobies i thought that was like the hottest thing you know you mean like a like an old lady like long yeah because i didn't really sagging or long like long because i didn't really know what i was looking i didn't know what a perky boob was i didn't know all these like that you were just looking for surface area yeah i was like wow if boobs were like six feet long that's a nice boob because it's big you know I, that was like, yeah. I didn't know anything, so I thought bigger's better, longer's bigger. Well, let's look at some long boobies, man. Little Joey making crude drawings of the six foot titty lady. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, I had to be freaking the fuck out of his teachers. I, they have no idea how to deal with the level of human psychology that goes into addressing that. Yeah, <laughs> but dude. they'll try. They just know? be like, you know what? <laughs> Don't draw that anymore. Uh, stick with some T Rexes and then. Hey, draw a T-Rex or we're going to hit you. Yeah. And if you don't stop this, we're going to keep hitting you. That's, that's yeah. parenting, though. Yeah. It is. I don't know what to tell you. Threats of violence and violence. Were you... 
were you to fin to wrap the the beginning of our show up? Were you spanked? No. Really? No. no my mom like tried. She pulled like a belt on me once to like scare me. I okay. Think, you know. Yeah, I do. I was being a real shithead, but no, never got spanked. Hmm. I never got that. I didn't actually know anyone who was either. Really? Like a belt? I feel like a belt was more common where I was from. Is that more fucked up? That's... What's more fucked up? Hitting a kid with a that's worse, right? So this week I traveled to Tampa, Florida, which was pretty fucking ridiculous. I had to go there to see a family member for anyone wondering. I, it actually, what, what if I just started this? I was like, yeah, dude, so I just want to go down to Daytona Beach, get fucked up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I saw my boys like totally without any kind of irony. I was like, I just had to get fucked up and see my boys. So yeah. you know how it is, dude. You would have to lean into the, the yeah, yeah. You'd have to just lean into the, uh, I don't believe you'd have to, you would honestly have to believe into the Corona truth or lie. You would have to, you, it would, yeah. you, you can't be, you, can, can, you be can have no wokeness. If you go to Florida voluntarily, which you did not, you have, yeah. you're on, you're on the, whatever wrong side of history in any particular issue, that's where you be. You just cemented it with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, dude, I, yeah, if you're, it was, we, it was weird, dude. It was weird for sure. Which first of all, like I had to go, so going through like the airport and again, I did not want to go to Florida necessarily, but as life would happen, I had to. Sure. So I'm like getting ready to go to the airport and I'm like freaking out. Cause I don't, I, you know what the fuck? I don't, I do not want to be in an airport going to the literal hotspot of this shit right now. Yeah. And if, dude, if you haven't been to an airport right now, I had, like, oh yeah. in whatever, Whoever situation you're in right now, if you haven't been, it is like it's like going. I don't know. It's like it's like walking into a place where everyone is just like everyone thinks that there's just like assassins everywhere, like ready to kill you. There's just a constant paranoia and people like there, it, there's oh, two types of people. Okay. There's, it's like two thirds right. paranoia. OK. And then like one third chaos agents, you know, so like it's literally the most scared and the most I don't give a fuck people. You know what I mean? I, it's people who are forced to travel see, and then people who yeah. want to travel. See, okay. Which I, is a fun dynamic. I was I was on, so this weekend I went to Michigan and I I haven't felt like a a-hole. Uh, gotta stay in the algorithm. I have not felt like an a-hole until right now because I voluntarily got on a plane to go see yeah. my, to go see my loved ones. Um, and I didn't, you know what I mean? So I'm thinking about now, I'm like, dude, yeah. did I, was I not being woke at not buying a plane ticket? What do you think? I mean. Because you're in a different circumstance than I am, but I'm feeling like maybe I'm, maybe I'm on the wrong side of history. I, maybe I'm, I should have gone to Florida with my you bros. You might be a little bit, dude. You might be. I, you might be. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the shame, dude. I, I can't, I can't feel, I can't judge anyone. You know, I can't. I had to go get on a plane, so I really, I can't do All it. All right, fair enough, you know? fair enough. But I don't, I don't know. It's, you know what it was, man? It was like, you go in there thinking like, okay, I'm going to go be on a plane. And then, of course, I got, my flights were fucking spirit. Which, dude, I got the emergency row on a spirit, which basically makes me a volunteer firefighter. Yeah, the way I for see sure. It. And yeah, dude. I'm, so I'm getting if on, shit I'm on hits the fan, you're you're the savior. You're the Christ, and I literally, it's all on you. People want to know where my ethics stand. Here's what I think. I think that if you buy the exit row on a spirit flight, you have the same honor as a firefighter. For That's sure. What I, I think that you're signing up for. It. Hey, Zach. Dude, thank you. Thank you for dude. your service, man. 
Well, listen, dude. I, you know, you're a I was hero. Doing my job, but I think. Well, you said it. You know, I <laughs> I was sitting next to this it. dude, and he had one of these. Like, it's fun. I saw a dude in a hazmat suit, which I'm like, okay, I get it. I, I, actually, no, I don't. I saw I, I saw a girl in a hazmat you know, you, suit. I mass and, There's a girl on my flight in a hazmat Why? suit. Mm-hmm. That's I admit, listen. Maybe that maybe we'll go down the line and we'll realize that they were the right ones. You had a negative reaction. You had a negative reaction to it, though. I did. I I thought it was cool. I was like, I I felt I thought it was overkill. But it's so considerate, though. You know what I mean? I feel like it's full consideration. I'm like, (laughs) I I saw that and I was like that you because, man, those like those white kind of Ghostbuster suits, right? Yeah, dude. Those well, th- people's people's protective gear is getting like out of hand at this. Point. Yeah, you know, if you're in a full white, like, okay, what do you? It's not I, the guy I was sitting next to him on the plane had one of these like you know face mask, obviously, and it had one of these like things you put over your head that has like ventilation in it, and it's just like blocks everything out. Okay, should have looked like. Which, by the way, I don't know if that help, doesn't help with your flight anxiety when you feel like you're next to an ISIS prisoner in your row okay there's a dude with a thing over his face like this say i don't care how many cbd gummies you take it's you're gonna be anxious you know that's the way i felt with a hazmat suit i'm like man i get it like they're just trying to be safe but i'm like this is terrifying but what are you gonna do okay you know you think it's i didn't okay nobody had a nobody was uh I, i did not see anyone that had a actual like beekeeper suit on it was just kind of like a uh vinyl jumpsuit sort of looking thing so that's what i yeah, yeah, yeah. i feel like i saw the vinyl jumpsuit. yeah i didn't see the beekeeper but it was funny though because i flew to i had to go to la to dallas and then dallas to tampa which was like you know it's like the tour that's the tour of you know freedom right now yeah yeah and i i got Florida and Texas are both places that, as much as you don't want them to, all of the stereotypes about them get visualized and confirmed within five to ten minutes of being there. Yeah. You know? Like, I got got to the Texas airport, and I swear to God, I just saw this dude who had a McDonald's mask around his neck screaming on speakerphone to a dude about jet skis. And And I literally just sat there, and I was like... How is your vote going to fix this? You know, uh-huh. how, how we. Cool, man. We made him, though. Biden. We made you know, him. Vote for, vote for ye, dude. I don't care what you want to do. Like, listen, if you <laughs> it, we're not going to fix that, you know, and I know what you're thinking. Anyone's listening right now is like, oh, is he talking shit about a McDonald's? Employee? No, was not. An no, employee. he's talking shit this about jet ski owners. McDonald's. I'm talking shit about jet ski owners. I would venture to say jet ski owners are responsible for 30% of the COVID transmissions in America right now. That's true. I would believe that. I would, I would bet that. Like, not, it's one of those things, you know what I mean? Like, not all people spreading COVID have a jet ski, but all people who have jet skis are spreading COVID probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like that's like the, you know, the analogy I'm making. That's 100 I'm seeing yeah. this dude screaming. Okay. He's screaming about a jet ski. What's this thing about people have like their mask and then like, when they have a phone conversation or like taking oh. off, like the like the voice wouldn't be clear through the. I caught myself doing it. You did as much that. As I was done to talk shit. I caught myself like once, and I was like, "What is this like programmed?" And then I like put it back, and I was like, "What is this programmed for?" Maybe it's like, I don't know, dude. The, the mask people do that. They remove their mask to talk. I'm like, what are yeah. what? 
I don't know, because they'll be like, oh yeah, what do you think? And then in this in the situation where their mouth is pointed directly at a person, they remove, I I don't know, man. I yeah. don't know, but people do it all, or they slide, they let a little nose peek out. I'm like, just take it off. Yeah. You can take it off Dude, if you don't I care. I know, honestly, right? Like I was sitting on the plane and like, I swear to God, no less than five different people got on without any mask and were like immediately, it's like it's like they walked into a retail store naked. Like six people were just like, "Sir, sir!" Like in me, like, yeah, that's good. One, that's good. One guy was like, one guy wasn't wearing it. He was like, "You need to wear the, the mask." And he's like, oh, "I fucking know. I fucking are know. you serious?" And I'm like, "Dude, yeah." Oh dude, my gosh! You think these you people? You think these public freakout videos are just like spawning out of nowhere? No, dude. This shit is happening so much. Like people just didn't give a fuck, and I'm just sitting there like terrified going you know to where you yeah what are you gonna do so i get to florida Mm -hmm. and like you know the 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 tough thing about florida is that like are does everybody hate them and are they the pretty much poster example of how not to use your liberties yeah yeah probably probably yeah but goddamn if there's not something likable about the lack of pretension there like as much as you see people without masks you just see people who truly doesn't matter if it's COVID, doesn't matter if it's having an eighth of weed in your pocket when you get arrested on cops. Mm-hmm. It's people who just don't give a fuck anymore and they're living decision by decision. Yeah. And, you know, it's inspiring to a degree. It's inspiring to a degree. I, I can see that because we live in Los Angeles, California, which is like probably the, like maybe second or third most liberal cities. And there's so much self-righteousness that like when I someone know. is completely unashamed of themselves and truly authentic, even if it's not a good, they're not a good person, still kind of refreshing. It is refreshing. Mm-hmm. That was it. I was like, oh my God, it's look at this guy. He's, you know, out here screaming at a nurse. Like he doesn't care about his reputation at all. No. Like, you know, he's a scumbag. But that's a free boy right there. Yeah. It's, it was uh it was refreshing to see. Now, did I avoid a lot of them and you know, freak out if I had to go to a Seven Eleven to go get cash from an ATM. Yeah. What but was God, your? I, uh, I love I love a Florida man, dude. I I can't lie. I love a Florida man. You like a little danger, dude. You like a you like a Florida man. You like a little threat of I violence. I like someone without. I like I like the lack of pretension paired tastefully with the threat of violence and drug use. So what's it like there? I mean, are they are they really fun. yeah no are they are they really are they really powering through like what was the um, what was the vibe amongst the people what was the uh, the threat the danger level business as usual or like what was up what was your thought you're well, in Tampa I Bay like, Florida when I got there, I didn't yeah so like I didn't go, I didn't like go out too much obviously yeah but like I did have to you have to go out to like random like pick up groceries or whatever and you see just in like your day to day just driving first of all Tampa by the way no mask like mandate or anything like that okay. it's just like not even to go to a business like they can enforce it themselves but there isn't like a business mandate I think how many so, okay. it was okay but like I would go to stores you know and it's the same as here you go to like a 7-Eleven you know everybody's spaced out in line you have to wear a mask whatever okay but like dude for the most part it was I mean it's lawless man people know what's up they see the numbers there was like nobody with masks like wait but for, I thought you like, said there were like where were there no one with masks 
I would say like inside like a 7-Eleven, yes. But like when I went, to, I had to like go pick up groceries. Yeah. And the whole parking lot is like none. But once you like, enter I, the grocery I went to store. to pick up groceries. But then. Once you're in the grocery. That's what I guess what I'm trying to say. Is that like, it seemed like people had to like, would follow it if they had to do something. But like the second outside, it was like here, people walk down the street and it's on. You know, yes. I don't know what people's yeah. thoughts are on that, but that's the reality. They're always on here, but there it was just like, it was, it was much, much rarer, I would say. But once you're in the grocery store, everyone's masked up. I mean, about this, like you see people here who like come in without one and might get like, you know. No, dude, it's like piranhas, dude. It's like, if you walk in no mask in Los Angeles, even in in whatever neighborhood are you in, you walk in, dude, you won't even get past security, man. You ain't getting in with no mask. You pop off the mask when you're inside, piranhas, dude. Everybody and their mother's coming over you and telling them to put your GD mask on. You're right. I'm positive. Right. I would say, I would say, I would say not as much there. That's okay. That's what I would say. I'd say you go into a store. If you want to go and get a code red without a mask, like a cop might say something. I don't know. Yeah. But like the people there were like, like I went to the 7-Eleven, the lady checking me out, had it like around her neck. And I was like, okay. Oh, really? Just, you know, okay. There it is. There it is. Know. That's the vibe. Because in L.A., you go to 7-Eleven. It's weird. it's weird because it sounds like I'm going, like, back and forth. But the reality is now I'm, like, thinking of, like, every situation. Because Eddie, like, truly didn't go out much. Sure, I was, like, sure. stationed in this house, yeah. basically. So then I just start thinking about. But all I'm telling you is that, like, yeah, I, I drove by a bar one night. And it was, like, a full. I was, like, by. I was driving by the beach. And I passed this bar. Yeah. That was bumping. Bumping. Really? Two GJs and, like, 300 people. None of them had masks. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is like the essential things. Yeah. I feel like it's still pretty enforced, like a drugstore or like, yes. you know, going to a grocery store. But when you're going to Rick's Tavern yes. by the beach and there's two DJs playing Chase Rice and like, you know, people slamming uh-huh. their lights. Yeah, dude. Lawless. It was like it was like nothing had ever happened. Okay. It was like weird to see glimpses of both. So it's the uh, very specific times where you'd be like, this is like nothing ever happened. It's like a time capsule. It's crazy. Going to Rick's Tavern is reckless by nature. So anything that is reckless by nature has no regard for protecting itself. No, 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 no. My I had a buddy like when I was down there, my um, brother said he like encountered this dude who I guess like went to a golf course alone and some dude got paired up with him. And the dude like stuck his hand out to shake his hand. He was like, hey man, put it there. And he was like, sorry, I don't really give a shit about the virus or whatever. And like tried to shake his hand. I was like, man, I can't imagine like, can you imagine being such a bro that like you can't even fix the wiring of trying to shake a dude's hand, you know? What do you mean fix the what like going in for it? Well, he said he didn't give he was like, have you reached have you gone in for a handshake? No, but that months? guy sounds like he was like it, it, he sounds like he thought about not doing the handshake and he probably considered the fact that no one's doing a handshake and he's probably tried to give a handshake to a lot of people that have turned him down. So it sounds like to me that he was trying to be like make a statement and say, I don't really care. I don't don't think that was I don't think that was involuntary for sure, man. If you're still out here trying to shake people's hands, you're trying to say something. Maybe I maybe I was giving him too much credit. Clearly. Yeah. I thought it was just like wired programming. But 
I don't know. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna have a rough couple months. I know that much. But you know, they're I guess they're, I don't know they're rough. America's guinea pig, dude. So they, they're cool with it, man. I mean, there's no income tax. They don't do anything. There's no zoning laws. I'm curious. Complete lawlessness down there. Um, I, who better? Yeah, I'm. Well, we'll we'll check back in a couple weeks, see what the status is, but. I'm gonna buy a property down there when like the entire market collapses. Yeah, we think I can do that. Uh, sure. Like a seaside condo. Yeah. In Boca Raton. For sure. Yeah. Dude, fuck it. Let's retire to Boca Raton, bro. Yeah, but I mean, that? we gotta wait it out. We gotta wait it out for all the bodies to hit the floor. You know. Yeah. You're waiting it out to when be corn a goes death on tour wave. down. No, sorry. When. Yeah, when we can get. When we can get a solid, we can get Disturbed on tour again. That's how we'll know the water is clear. Yeah. When Disturbed is doing tours in Florida again, that's when I'm like, all right, it's time to buy property. No, dude, I feel like Disturbed on tour in Florida, when that happens, that's the that's the final extermination. That's the last round of, uh, of, of, uh. That's the last dose of the, uh, the pesticide. <laughs> Do you ever get this feeling lately that you're like, you're like, man, dude, did we have a good one week ago? Yeah, And then sure. every week you just have that. I'm like, man, did we have a good two weeks ago? Like, I didn't anticipate going on Twitter today seeing, like, Kanye West have a psychological breakdown on the campaign trail. In South here Carolina? I here I am. In South Carolina. He went bad on Harry Tubman. Well, said she didn't free the slaves. I that couldn't. Dude. Drew a reaction. Y'all, we leave it right now. The man. First and foremost, right. his voice is so high. Yeah. His, his oh, yeah. Voice is so high pitched. Did mm -hmm. you ever notice this? Oh, yeah. He talked. It was yeah. weird listening to him. There would have been no Kanye West. His voice is. I'd never. I'm not uh -huh. like a Kanye fan, so I never knew what he sounded yeah, like. Yeah, I am. So there are a lot of oh, rappers like, like that. Like Big Sean, also. A lot of rappers in Kendrick, they their voices are very different. And they, a lot of them have voices that are a lot higher pitched. And Jay Z as well. If you like. Listening to him when he's not doing the Jay Z voice, they sound very yeah. different. They're very unrecognizable. Sounds like a dork. Yeah, no. He sounded like a dork yeah. when I was listening to him. That's like, how Kanye a, talks. He's a fucking nerd. Yeah. He sounded like the kid who was like, who like read, he, like the kid in freshman year of high school who was like reading Russian books and he just would like all of a sudden go off on a tangent every now and then. Guy, like, I'm sure that well, was Kanye. I know you think the history is yeah. like, I know you guys think history is like this. Yeah. But it's actually like this. He's a but actually off, kid. Like, you know, Harry. He's a but actually. Yeah. He is well, though. Well, that's him. All, that's him for sure, man. Here's a question. First of all, you can't even comment anymore as to like, oh, you said Harry Tubman didn't free the slaves. Oh, he cried about, like, you know, aborting his kid. All I'm saying is, I don't know. I think he's got some good ideas, dude. I, I mean, he's a front runner in my book right now, you know? Dude, I, all right, for me, listening to that, I was like, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me. What's that? It reminded me of a first time open mic comedy person. Oh, for sure. The similarities are glaring. It was. It it's like you say saying something controversial yes. and then immediately like leaning into it as hard as you can, right. thinking that that's the escape route. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It like was that she's like, well, Harry Tubman didn't free the slaves. She just took him to work for other white people. And then the lady's like, <laughs> she's like, oh no, we're leaving now. Leave He's right like, now. but but seriously, think but think about no, it. You know, like no no no. It was a you know, I'm. It was a bringer. It was it was a bringer show. 
It was a bringer show because everyone there wanted to like what he was saying, right? They're like they're there to see yeah. Kanye, so it's a bring. If you don't know, he brought his friends from work. Yeah, in in comedy, when you're getting into it, a lot of times you end up doing these bringer shows, which are basically the club will give you five minutes of time in exchange. You have to bring five of your friends to come and pay the drink minimum and buy a ticket and watch you do comedy. It's a little quid pro quo, and. So all these people that came, they obviously, they're like, oh, this is cool. We like Kanye. We want to hear what he has to say. So he puts out this idea of Harriet Tubman being a, you know, a, you know, a slave trader. And everyone's like, everyone, it's just one of those ideas that everyone's like, I can't even hear the rest of the thought. You know? Yeah. Like, it, the original... Which is funny. Yeah. yeah. It's so bad that I can't even... I have to boo. I love you. I came for you. And I have to boo you because you took such a giant misstep, you know? <laughs> the lack of... Well, the funny thing is that, like, people are analyzing this now like he's an actual candidate, which I'm like, dude... Oh, that's I mean, dumb. first of all, he definitely... No. I know. Well, that's people foolish, are, yeah. Need, need something to, like, talk about, yeah. you know? But the reality is, like, dude isn't... Dude's trying to sell an album. I don't know if that... The album's probably going to be real good. But this is the this is the press tour for the album, you know? I, it was... I, I saw a dude unhinged like you would correct. Like uh, like an open micer who... Yeah. Last-ish effort, like, finally is like... He's like, you know what? I'm going to show my true self yeah. to all the people I work with. I'm going to open up... <laughs> And then he does, and you're like, boy, you should have kept that shit closed, yeah. Mike. Dude. You're kind of nuts. He was an open micer that instead of, because an open micer or a bringer show guy, new stand-up comedian, he only has to do five minutes, right? Kanye was like an open micer that found himself having to do an hour, you know? So it's like yeah. an open micer yeah. who has to do an open mic, and he has to do, and he gets to a point where he's like, wow, I thought riffing would come easier, and then he's like, I'm just going to go. I'm going to swing for the fences. I'm really going to go for it. And then he just did. I I mean, I loved it, dude. I, I love Kanye. Respect. I love him. And he's also a type of guy that's like, he's he's been able to live his whole life in a lot of aspects like a child, you know? Like... Yeah. Very childlike, which I think is really great for cre creativity. But I think in a lot of ways, he's got to be miserable, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's like that's what's going on. I mean, he's like, as we speak, having a meltdown on Twitter. Yeah. So who knows? This could be so inappropriate tomorrow. Dude, you know, but he's, when he his, really his, goes off. But that's the thing. His life is a manic episode. You know what I mean? It's not like this is new. You know, this is old, like, part yeah. of me, and, and he also, he's a dork, and he, the way he talks, he's very eloquent, I think he's very smart, and he has these really great ideas, and, but it's, it's funny, he has to be just, like, constant, I he's, I think he's a talented artist, yeah, but it's just constant turmoil in his head, you know, just, like, constant oh, sure. turmoil, I'm sure, in his head, uh, and I, I think he'd yeah. be great for the Oval Office, I think that's that level of, we need someone who's passionate. You know, we need somebody who's willing to say the thing that no one wants to say. And that thing apparently was that a civil rights icon, you know, yeah, but was actually, a, you know, a false prophet. I, I, was, I don't know what his vision is. I wanted to be like, I honestly, my thought was go on. 
You can't you can't go bad on Harriet Tubman and then just not explain where you got that information from, dude. Yeah. Like the underground railroad. I, I kind of wish like the crowd. I wish he had the confidence of like a seasoned veteran comic to just not give into the crowd. Yeah, and he just kept going and going and going, and you know, we could have had so much more gold other than that. He, at one point, he really did like the the only point that it seemed like he legitimately wasn't being serious was that like. <laughs> he was talking about he's just like screams he's like i almost aborted my daughter and then everyone's like kind of grows silent and he repeats it again he's like i almost aborted my daughter yeah. it's so clear as day you can hear someone say but you didn't yeah you did it like yeah but, but you did that that's the level of like everybody gets a trophy that we're at now it's like dude but you didn't kill your child that's what he you, said you can be president you can be president Dude, you didn't kill your child so many mixed messages man because he says first of all he says i didn't my dad wanted to kill me his dad wanted to abort him and then he says i wanted to kill my daughter and then and then he says i am i am pro-choice like i believe abortion is legal so he's recognizing that he's i mean this is i'm not speaking on behalf of anyone but he's definitely recognizing that he believes that abortion is murder and he's also recognizing that he thinks abortion should be legal he's okay with it. and he, then yeah i was like guy take a stance on one way or the other man no dude he's a great it's a great politician. Yeah, but you're That's not you gonna do. win. Say something, dude. Constantly. You're Kanye. You're allowed to, man. Go be, be part of the pro-life movement, dude. Do what you want. You're not, you're not gonna be president. You just had a manic episode in South Carolina. Like it's not happening. Just be yourself. Be Kanye. We like that about you, even if we don't necessarily agree with it, man. You might be right. Like I said, it's weird for me to look at because I'm not. I wasn't like a fan fan. I know like he's super talented. I know his music's good. I just never fucked with it. Same. So now I'm I, just like a dude on the outside and I'm just, uh, and I'm I'm genuine. I just, you know, I hope I hope he's okay, man. You don't I think he needs to get his head back in the game to take this. I mean, he's honestly about a top he's a top 3 candidate for me right now. Yeah. You know. There's only there's only like 5 who are you taking? I don't know if Tom Steyer's still in the race, but who you take? Uh, Steyer's out, long out. Who who are you taking? You like Dave Grohl's music, but would you would you uh, stand by him as? Uh, who do you think's a better candidate? Would I follow him? Who did, no, no, you know what? I'm gonna say I think I think Dave Grohl seems like the nicest man alive. Would it, all right? Let's let's go through this thought experiment real quick. Um, I would rather have Mickey Rourke as president right now. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm I down. Think that's where I'm. <laughs> but keep in mind, you're gonna Mickey have to Rourke. you're gonna have to be looking at Mickey Rourke's face a lot. He goes, "Do you want to look like that, or do you want to look like this picture we have?" I said, "I want to look like that picture." He said, "We're running out of time." That would be really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to the podcast if you listen before and you enjoy our show. Uh, if you ha don't know yet, then just listen to us talk about childhood crushes. So this isn't necessarily it's. It's childhood crushes that we had, but also just general childhood crushes, man, woman, female, um, also anthropomorphized cartoons. I had big crushes on cartoons, which I'm definitely yeah, willing to get into. Yeah, the 90s were really into. the era where people started- Sexy you know, cartoons. Childhood, yeah, where people were talk, Jessica talking Rabbit. about childhood crushes, right? Yeah. It all started with Jessica Rabbit, and I mean, 
people's minds all started getting blurry. Sailor know? Moon? Like little kids, little cr- mm-hmm. kids across the world were getting horny and they're like cartoons. And Lola Bunny? The word, we weren't ready to process that yet. Lola Bunny no, was another I think- one. Dude, Lola Bunny like messed up my uh, sexual psychology, man. I don't think I've ever oh, been able sure. to heal from it. Yeah, it's. Can uh, you imagine it's... drawing that, dude? You ever think about the first dude who had to draw Lola Bunny when like the people making Space Jam were like, okay, we need to sexualize this cartoon yeah. to sell this to like kids, like teenage boys. He's like, I'm on it. <laughs> and they That'd nailed the it. They dude. nailed it. I mean, they, and also in the script. Job. She's sexy as hell. Everything she does, she's like getting bugs hard, you know? A lot of like boing and then like hard eyes and stuff. And she was just like, she wasn't wearing pants, dude. She wasn't wearing pants. You had the little tail. It's, it's, yeah, dude, that is a good point. Cause you know, somebody had to say, hey, make the rabbit sexier. Okay. Some executives sitting in a pitch meeting were like, listen, I think the movie's good. But the rabbit isn't horny enough, and yeah. we need to fix that. Right, we're trying to sell product. Who yeah, was your? Know. Who was your? Okay, because we can do the. I have. I have my childhood crush, who I was really into, and then I have the like the oh, the female childhood childhood crushes who I had the I had the cartoon or woman I wanted to hook up with, and then I had the other side where it was like the girls in my classes crushes who i wanted to be i got okay. both well that's two you know? different things they are I mean, but, and talking, i have two different what are, answers what are the big ones what are the big ones everyone's gonna say you know if you grew up in the the 90s slash 2000s you're gonna say xena xena warrior princess you're gonna say dude. Xena warrior princess yeah you, dude that that was it for you like the weird biblical you know kind of element to it this like old world Oh Slang. yeah, dude. That, so yeah, and then also like I remember there was there's this movie called The Scorpion King, which was like a spin-off yeah. of The Mummy, and they go into yeah. Sodom and Gomorrah and there are these prostitutes that are trying to tempt the rock to like go have sex with him. And I remember I remember like feeling that was like one of the first moments where I was like I wish this movie had a little more of those ladies in it, you know? I mean, I wish you yeah. would have popped you into that little brothel. You know, you were looking for the biblical babes, dude. That's yeah, what you were dude. For. You oh, were, you were yeah, man. Christian. That's what you I were was. For. You were I for was. Lady who was, you know, running a brothel. <laughs> I Jesus was. Christ, Jesus dude, of Nazareth or something. There's some pretty. There's some pretty hot Bible stories, man. There's some pretty. If you're into incest, there's a couple incest Bible stories, dude. It's uh yeah, dude. The Bible. It's got a little something for everyone. For like what porn would be eventually. Mm-hmm. The Bible wrote literally wrote the book. Most porn is just Bible fan fiction, man. That's all it is. That's all it is. All right, who is your hottie? Who is your? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the big one. It was probably. Who is yours? I think Topanga. Right. Really? Wasn't Topanga like a dork though? I guess, but that was like on the show. It was literally the the two dorkiest kids. You had like Corey, who was just like this little little nerd, little dork, and he had Sean, who was just like annoying. Right, like, oh, but, but cool. My dad wasn't around, dude. Oh, I'm gonna knock this trash can over. You know, I'm like, yes. okay, cool. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. We get it, dude. You're pretty one-sided, bro. Like, figure it out, all right? Wasn't um, Topanga yeah, hot? Sure, and then dude. they were, yeah. they were like, she was kind when of a dork. Like, she was a dork. And then there was one episode where she like puts on a bathing suit and you realize she has like 
giant tits and everyone's like yeah Topanga like everyone realizes it and then they're just like they immediately sexualize her then everything after is like now now this character is nothing but a pair of tits yeah Disney's pretty good at doing that kind of thing yeah Uh, I mean you know JTT dude you know Jonathan Taylor Thomas yeah I don't care what I don't care what kind of boy you were growing up you'd be straight as hell dude everyone knew you see John Jonathan Taylor Thomas that kid was that was a star the bowl cut with the star. he was the bowl cut with the part in the middle that was like the blonde mohawk the blonde like bowl cut part in the middle it was classic i mean it was so of the time he was so on the nose of what fashion was you know he what was that, what what was it he was it just that he was just you know it's a teen th- teen heartthrob man same with like he was a cutie yeah. I feel like it's the same vein as like people would say Justin Timberlake too, right? Or any like pick any member. I think JTT insane. was a little snarky. He was a little snarky. He had a little sass. He was a little bit of a bad boy, which I think more than Justin Timberlake was. He was he like a snarky Tom little Sawyer. kid. He did he play did. Tom Sawyer in that straight to Disney Tom Sawyer movie. Yeah. Um. So he was crafty. You know, that probably played a big factor in it. Elijah Wood Who played else? Huck Finn, by the way. Did he really? He was uh-huh. not. He was not a teen heartthrob. He looked like a goblin pretty early He's, on. Yeah, pretty uh, He was good, though. That, that movie's great. Um, what about, do you remember, okay, but getting a little older, do you know the name Chad Michael Murray? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chad Michael One Murray. One Tree Hill. Years. One Tree Dude, Hill. Okay. All the girls, it was one of those things, like, all in middle school, all your friends that are girls who, like, secretly have crushes on, like all yeah. they would ever talk about was Chad Michael Murray, so it was just the constant barrage of feeling inadequate by you know by guys that were ten years older than us that they admired, you know. Yeah, like adult men, you know. <laughs> yeah, just adults, you know, playing high schoolers, yeah. and I was like, oh, oh, and then the OC guy, Benjamin McKenzie. Oh dude. yeah, dude. He yeah, was that guy up was there. He was another yeah. case of the annoying kid who, whose dad wasn't there, so he just had to be a little shithead to everyone. Yeah. But not, like, real. Like, he would never be violent. He would just be a little bitch, you know? Punch a wall, maybe, or something punch, like that. Yeah, dude, just, like, ask him for attention. Punch a wall, knock over a trash can. Yeah. And bust through a screen door if things were especially bad. I don't know. Yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. dude from the OC. Who else? I Dude, you know what's kind of interesting is, like, Dude, I'm I mean, probably think. like Carmen Electra, like in the late 90s. You know what I mean? Like, dude, no, but I'm probably. when I was sure, probably. But like, I feel like at that point, I was like, I, I at that point, there were so many attractive women in my life and or just like floating around my, you know, on TV or whatever Damn, in my what presence. Was childhood like, tell me. No, that. no, no. I'm on media and television, not in my life, but I'd seen so many hot women at that point. Like a hot woman on TV is just a hot woman in real life. I can't tell the difference. But when you're a child, what's put in front of you is mostly cartoons, you know? So that shapes a lot of like what your sexuality is, you know? So I never like developed crushes on anyone after the age of like eleven. I would say. Really, the lines got blurred that early for you. It just yeah, it was 11. just yeah. I was just like, I don't know who I would have developed a crush on, other than 
Xena the warrior oh, princess. Dude. She was so she was so tall, dude. I just wanted to get roughed up, dude. I wanted her to beat me up. That's yeah. what I wanted because I didn't know that? what sex was. I just wanted her to like just like hurt me, you know, like pin me down and like I just wanted to get pinned by her. I still get that. do. Like Trish Stratus from like Trish Stratus, like former W WWF superstar. Yes, Same yeah, way. dude. There She's you go, a diva. dude. That's oh god, insane. I hope she didn't die, dude. No, she's still around. This is, she's one, still this around. is one of those moments where we're going to have to Google sh- someone's dad. I saw a t-shirt of her recently. I think she's still she's still around. She's still she's doing still all alive. right. She's still alive. We're good. She, does God. she still look good? Hey, dude. She's got money. Yeah, dude. I still... Man, yeah, I would... Does. Yeah. But that was that was my thing. That was my... As an 11-year-old, that was like my, uh, my fetish before I knew I had it. Yeah, it's the biblical lady to beat you up. That's mm-hmm. hey, at least you figured it. That's you had an awakening, and whether yeah. or not it was a scorpion king, it's an awakening. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know. Yeah, I'm trying to think if anyone's slipping through the radar. Oh, dude, Goofy's son in that Goofy movie. That kid was cool. Remember, Max? Yeah, dude. You had a thing for Max? No, I didn't have a thing for him. But I'm just saying, like, he was cool, right? Like, you know. He's like a JTT in like the cartoon world. Oh, you 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 admired know? him. You adored him. Yeah, just want to be friends. I want to skateboard with him. Maybe spray paint. Yeah, something. I didn't like the way Max treated Goofy. Man, I felt like he was. Oh, you did. I felt like Goofy was a good ass dad, and then like Max was kind of an ingrate man. Max was kind of a shitty kid, and especially since his dad was like disabled. You know, like he yeah. was really fucked up about it. And, right. like, you're right, like, he... Are you saying his dad was disabled, like, he was, like, mentally disabled? Yeah, like, that. Like what's eating Gilbert Grape, you know? Yeah, that's or true, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, he could have been nicer, but, like... He could have, he could have. Yeah, okay, that's a funny I guess you're right. Max of, is out. Yeah. That's a funny spinoff of out. Goofy movie, is, is uh, Max just, like, coming to terms with the fact that his father um, has a mental condition that makes him... Pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's an after school special for Disney. It's like his name's like not him. actually Goofy. Yeah. He was just bullied until he forgot his name was Roger. And they yeah, just called him Goofy. Yeah, social talking to Max at like an office. Like his name's not Goofy. His name's Ronald. Yeah. It's Ronald Firstin. And I don't know where the Goofy thing came from. We didn't <laughs> it think just stuck. We just let yeah. him go for it. Somehow he had you... And listen, you, there are certain challenges you got to deal with. And right, wow, you're gonna I end up feeling no, more. We had like no the idea father. that Max's story was so deep, man. It we, is we deep. Have more respect for him. He was cool, especially when he dressed up as Powerline and uh, sang it from the school. All right, we got to I, I I watched that movie a lot. Um, <laughs> all right, I think there were Next more time. I had. Uh, Misty. I, I was going to end on the Misty. Did you uh, ever Misty watch Pokemon? Pokemon? Yes, dude. I yeah, was like, of I had like feelings for her. It wasn't just like a, you know, it was more than a sexual thing, man. I had feelings. Like, I felt like she was a real cool girl. I felt like we would have got along. Um, you thought you would have vibed. Why? Because she was pretty yeah. chill or that she was just hype. That's what it was. Wait, she was Misty very was... red hair. We're not talking about the red headed rocket, right? No, you're thinking, Not, oh, she was hot, too. She was a bad girl, which I was into. Yeah, she was um, bad. No, Misty was Ash's friend. Yes. Him and and she seemed like, she. yeah, Brock, like, was, Brock was chill. And I, you don't know who was really going to make the was move. 
Brock was the dude you were jealous of. Like you wanted Missy, but you knew yeah. that, like Brock. She definitely had a crush on Brock, and you kind of hated Brock for it. You're like, yeah. What, what's so special about you? Your Pokemon are fucking rock Pokemon. I mean, could they have I made thought- it any more obvious? He's the rock guy, and his name's Brock. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Come on, How man. It's Japanese, man. Meatball. Yeah, but he was he was cool. He was like I I liked Brock, but I always wondered like. At the end of the day, one of these one of these guys is taking home Misty. Who's it gonna be? It wasn't Brock. It wasn't Brock. You know, it was Ash. It wasn't. It was, it was Ash. Ash. Brock's like that guy you know from high school who was like kind of a jock and he was kind of cool, and then like later down the road he like became a cop and you're like, okay, like that was that's a weird. Do you think so? Him. You know, like you were charming, you were athletic, everybody liked you. And now you're a cop and you're a bastard. No, nobody likes you. Like, what happened, Brock? All right, we are power ranking the LaCroix flavors. I'm gonna pull up the list right now to make sure that we don't leave any out because there are some stupid ones in there that they're trying to get cute with lately and no one, they haven't latched on. All right, let's start from the bottom. Let's let's start from- The skinny, the the skinny cans. Okay, this is a perfect example of like the year 2020. I just came to LaCroix's Wikipedia page and literally before I even scroll down, there's a section called controversies sexual harassment like yeah i didn't yeah, know yeah, what yeah, yeah. but i don't think there's Nick any Caparello, their ceo was accused by sexual harassment of two former employees so nick I, now what do we do man i right, think we, we can have the list of it here okay but all right well then that being said i actually think my favorite flavor of seltzer water is bubbly it's a mango bubbly i think trumps any type of lacroix you could ever buy i'm gonna throw that out well, there that's crazy but and I, I mean it's I, definitely I, not bubbly okay well all right what's your what are your flavor we don't you want to how many flavors do we got to rank i don't it's like 10 let's you know okay. what you know what's okay up. there's a lot of them let's power rank them real quick what's okay. in the number let's do the top 10 let's do the top 10 Okay. What's number 10? Is it pure? Is, is it the plain one? Is that the default? No, no, no. I think it's pear. I think pear peach. Oh, dude, pear would be pear down Pear dash peach is very bad. I don't think it tastes good at all because it actually tastes it's like a pear. And I don't like that. It doesn't that. taste like a pear. It tastes like metal. It tastes like, a, it tastes like somebody put a Jolly Rancher in a glass of water. It's yes. not good. Not uh, good. Also near the bottom of the list, I'm going to throw a coconut in there. Guy, I'm going to yeah, take a hard that. disagree. We're gonna have I to put it somewhere in the middle because that's my second favorite. Over. Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna. So, so coconut for you is a two. Yeah, it's my number two. It's my number two. Absolutely. Putting, wow. So I'm of putting LaCroix, coconut yeah. nine. I'm putting coconut nine. Okay. Well, we. All right. We'll have to move it further up the list because we're gonna take the the difference and split it. So we'll average. We'll do the math of this later. All right. How do you feel um, about how how do you feel about mango? That mango flavor. Mango, I mean, like, really what we're talking about here, or like, what are the situations you would drink these? Mango LaCroix, I think it's a good one. Is it too sweet? Yeah. But, you know, it's good for when you're, like, entertaining people who you think know things about art, you know? Maybe bring a mango along. Ooh, no, mango mango is, like, office startup. If you offer someone interviewing for a job there, you throw them a mango, just to keep you them, just so? to let them know where they stand. Yeah. Just to He's break like, the ice, a, you know? Like, oh, would you like a, would you like a seltzer water? And like, oh yeah, I love a little croy. And you bring them a mango yeah. and then they know like. And they think they're going to get lime or lemon, but they're getting mango. And you're like. No, yeah, they're getting the snickle fritz. We do, we do things differently around here, you know? Wait, you, you, know? you rock like, with oh. lime or lemon? 
I mean, I don't want to jump the gun, but lime is my number one. Classic Whoa. plain lime is the number one. Lemon would probably be five. Lemon's okay. like if you got, I think you, I think that's, I think I got my wires crossed. I think you're right. I think lemon is the, oh, I have some pretentious person coming over here who pretends to know about art. I better okay. throw them a lemon. I don't want to offend them. You know. Okay. Okay. Where are you throwing pomplamoose? I mean, that's got to be top two or three. That's the name. That's what that was their first big hit. That's what they're known for, man. That's you know, I'll let it. I'll let it be three. I mean, yeah, all right, I'll let it be two. I think we're gonna, be... I think, no, 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 three's appropriate. I think Because I like, I like the color scheme. I love the color scheme. Do I like the taste yeah. of the drink? It's fine. Yeah, I, I actually don't, I feel like it has a weird artificial taste to it. I don't, I don't like pamplemousse. I mean, I, you I, just I gave it a three, it a dude. Three. I know, because I respect it, dude. I, you respect, I respect the it. color scheme of the can? I respect the history of it. It's got legacy. It's like, you know, it's like James Harden at this point. It's been around so long. You got to respect it. Is it always going to be the number one or two? Not always. It's okay. always going to be in the mix, though. Let's you know, crown whether number one. Whether or not you one. like it or yeah. not. It's Grapefruit, in the mix. No, sorry. Grapefruit's yeah. Russ Westbrook. It's Russ Westbrook is who it is. It's like it's oh, always yeah, going to yeah. be around the top. But is it ever going to be really the definitive number one? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, you got that, that's fair because Russ, you got to respect. Um, okay, where do you? Well, let's just well, crown number one real quick. Let's. Do you want to just knock it out? I think we both know where we're going with I, this, right? I oh, you said already did I know it. Number one. You did, but you you are going to. Number key, one is classic lime. Where do you put key, key lime? Key lime is more of a, a dessert, Lacroix, in my opinion. Key lime. That was is the that was the most anorexic sweet, thing you've I, ever said to me. You, that's the most <laughs> anorexic thing you ever said. Is oh, key lime? That's I a wish. real dessert, Lacroix. I was like, dude, yeah. you have a problem, man. I yeah. like that is the ultimate skinny bitch thing to say. Is like, oh, that's more of like a dessert, Lacroix. When I'm treating myself, I I, I bust out a key lime, you know? Yeah. Because I've been when good. I have to, <laughs> <laughs> when I get to get longer without eating, I gotta throw in a key lime. It's basically like sometimes, like, sometimes oh, I won't even regurgitate it after I drink it. I'll just let no, it digest. I like to keep it down there. I like to keep the key lime flavors in my stomach. All right, what other I flavors like do you have? It's just too sweet. Um, orange. I'm gonna put orange like eight or nine. I think it's a bad I'm fine flavor. With it. Yeah, I don't like it. I think it's like just get a Fanta. You know, like what are you okay. looking for here? Yes. You know, orange. There's orange already is the sodas, flavor. For, yeah. Orange is the flavor for people who didn't want to like eat a fruit that day. You know, like yeah. I it's it's not. I, you know, this might be elitist. I don't think I don't think it's a refined croy. I really don't. I'm gonna put it eight. Yes, you need a little bit of nuanced flavors in it. I think it's you not know what nuanced. I mean? It's not. No, nuanced. it is a very well, orangey flavor. Really, like what we're talking about is you ever see those memes that's like the it's like the graph of like someone's face and it's like chaotic neutral, chaotic evil. Oh, those are D and D. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I mean that's if we're I would say another flavor we're not talking about is hibiscus, and that would be chaotic neutral for me. Yeah. <laughs> is that one of them? It's just like why is it there? Uh -huh. You know? Like you just what is a hibit I don't know, is it like a it's like a flower, right? I don't yeah, I feel Does that way about passion fruit. Does anyone know what a hibiscus fruit. is? Does anyone passion know what it is? Passion fruit. Yeah, hibiscus. It's a flower. Um, I believe so. Hibiscus, and then, 
passion I think, fruit is yeah in that passion realm. fruit passion fruit is another good looking can but again i'm not i'm not ter- you know what dude i'm gonna just lemon tastes like pledge i get that i said i it. get that i still i'm still putting it up there but i think lemon does taste like pledge you're not wrong watermelon right, so is very low for me watermelon's very low i've never had it's, it i can't speak to it watermelon is like you're trying be to unfair. get drunk at like your condo complex pool so you bring that and mix it with like clear tequila yeah that's watermelon for me okay that's not when nice. you are trying I to like be that situation you describe. don't want people to see it that's okay. watermelon lacroix are there any I big think, ones we're leaving off i think that's i mean those are the highlights yeah, I think Everybody's we nailed them. I think we got. Let's just give one. Berry? Let's just give. Oh, who's getting berry? I'll do it. You know? I'll do it. Of course, I'll, I'll do, do it. it. But like, who's yeah, getting I'll berry do it. Weekly? I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, if I'm offering you berry or pure, which one are you taking? Oh, which one? What berry. are you taking? What are you taking pure over? I guess that's the real question. Um, like RC Cola, like you're at a car dealership and they've got like, hey, we have two drinks. We have pure LaCroix in RC Cola. You're like, oh, shit. Well, I'm not trying to fall asleep or have a sugar rush. Okay. So pure's at the bottom for you. So I got pure. Yeah. Okay. Pure's not really in the game for me. All right. All right. Well, before my camera times out, we should, we should come to agreement and crown a champ. Who is your, so your number, are you sticking with lime? Because that is the, you know, that is the most popular flavor. I mean, it's the objective front runner. It's like the dark side of the It is, it is. I'd know? give you shit but about it, but it seems if, to I be. I think we know really where we're in agreement here. Yeah, no, we are. Key lime, key dude. Lime. It tastes like a pie. I don't know how they do it, but it tastes like key lime pie. It's basically a slice of pie. It is, and it is. You know, while I do view it as a dessert, like 10 p.m. LaCroix, when I'm yeah. reading a, about, you know, the Oklahoma City bombings. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good palate cleanser. Sure is. But it is. It is good. It is. It, it, it does. I mean, usually I'm drinking a LaCroix for hydration, but when I'm drinking a key lime, I'm going to savor it, dude. I'm going to savor it. for celebration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're vibing. It's a, You're feeling yourself. Yeah, man. It gives me the confidence I need to go get, like, a loan or something. That's where I'll leave it.